Welcome to the Child Care Council's Chit Chat Podcast, where we talk about all things early childhood education and child care. I'm Courtney Jones. I'm a parent of two kids and by no means an expert on child care, but I know people that are. I'll be sitting down every week with experts to learn more myself and share my conversations with you. International Social Emotional Learning Day is March 10th this year, and we couldn't think of a better way to celebrate than to sit down and dive into some of our own social emotional learning projects that we're doing. Today, I'm talking with Lindsay Bear, an educator working on the CCEO NIDA Social Emotional Learning Team, and we'll be sharing some of the initiatives that we've been working on in our community and give you some ideas for things that you can do in your own daily life. So I've had the pleasure, Lindsay, of getting to go out and work on projects with you around social emotional learning. And I think it's fantastic because we're going out, we're getting into the schools and we're working directly with the kids that need it the most. So I was hoping you could share what is social emotional learning and why is it so important? So social emotional learning is the process that children and adults acquire the knowledge and the attitudes and skills they need to recognize and manage their emotions, to connect with others, to manage responsible decision-making skills, and to regulate themselves. So all of those really important like coping mechanisms and how do you, how do you, how do you calm yourself when you get stressed? All of those really important things that are part of I don't know, I want to say part of growing up, but all of those really important things that you have to do when you're given all of these complicated situations. Certainly. And I think that looking at social emotional learning now is really important too, because of course we've gone through three years of a totally different world, right? Yes, absolutely. It's been a challenge. Is social emotional learning now, is it more important now than it ever has been? Absolutely, yes. Um, We actually have a lot of data that has been coming in indicating a large number of children who are managing a higher amount of mental health concerns. They're having a lot more social, emotional, and barriers to their success in school and in childcare programs in their in life and just social situations. Um, many of our children have been engaging in more challenging behaviors, increasing, and it's up to parents and other adults that care for these children to support them in managing their social emotional skills. Right. And I think that it's important to recognize, too, that as a result of the pandemic, there has been a disruption in both the social and the emotional side of things. So it, of course, makes sense that that you're seeing these kind of social-emotional things happening with our kids who have just kind of, I don't want to say come out the other side of it, but that are now, um, that we're now seeing these things happening in kind of a after-COVID world. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, the, um, they're having to respond versus react to those challenging issues that they're seeing in children. The adults and caregivers need the skills as well as the children. So role modeling those for them is definitely going to support the children because they're in their brainstem, their survival mode. And we know the parents are going under stress as well as the caregivers. So when they're in that situation, they really need to kind of center themselves before attending, which is that 
responding versus reacting. Yeah, that responsive caregiving is really important. What are some of the other ways that you can really easily fit this social-emotional learning into your life? Oh, it's in everyday practice, reading stories, and those stories don't necessarily have to be about emotions. They can be about anything, just calling the attention to the expression on the face of the character in the story and um, labeling what you think they might be feeling and talking maybe about what's going on. What would you feel if you were in that character situation? You're just kind of helping them understand what emotions are and that they can happen outside of themselves. So that kind of builds in a little bit of empathy there. So they understand that others have emotions too. I've been doing some zoo yoga with the kids and they absolutely love it because yoga itself is the stretching actually helps to relax the body, which when you're in a stressful situation, is very helpful. And with kids, you're really engaging them in creating themselves into motions like animals. They get really engaged, so it helps them to feel good. Um, we've also done the itsy bitsy spider, which you wouldn't think that itsy bitsy spider is a social emotional learning activity, but it the kids have so much fun with it. Um, you think of Itsy Bitsy climbing up the water spout and then the rain washes him down. Well, he's had a setback. And oh. so now we're overcoming those challenges and, you know, trying again. And having empathy for that little spider as opposed to just singing about him and his hardships. I love that. Yes. One of the things that I've been doing, we've been teaching one of my children with potty training. We've been going through potty training. And one of the things that we've done, because it can be frustrating and there's a lot of stress and anxiety as part of that process. Well, one of the things we've been doing, we have a, um, a cloth shower curtain. And when we get stressed, we take a big, 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 deep belly breath. And then we blow the shower curtain and watch the ripples to de-stress ourselves and focus ourselves and, and calm ourselves down when we get into those stressful potty training moments. And it's good for both of us because it's not just stressful for the one who's trying to learn how to potty train. It's for me too, because it is stressful. So I think that finding those ways to really bring your mindfulness back into your everyday life are really important. Absolutely. For everybody. The belly breathing is another one that we've done. And I actually have brought little stuffed animals to providers. And we've talked about doing breathing buddies. So the kids put the little stuffed animal on their stomach while they're laying on their back. And they take the little stuffed animal on a tummy ride Aww. as they take their deep breath and their belly rises and then falls again. And the kids love it so much because they each get their very own little stuffy. And that visual is so important too, because they can visualize it, they can see it. And then when they're in those stressful situations, they can recreate that by imagining or having their friend who they know is there for them when they're taking those belly breaths. It's, it's a fantastic way to incorporate that into helping them regulate those skills. Yeah. What are some of the projects that we're doing right now in the community? I, like I had said, I'm, I'm very grateful that I've been able to tag along with you and see some of this. But can you talk about some of the projects that we're doing in the community right now around social-emotional learning? So I've been really blessed to be able to go into some of these schools and doing activities with the students. Uh, we've done... The one that really stands out to me is that perspective taking and the impulse control piece where the kids are able to 
see a picture, a very zoomed in piece of something, and they're trying to figure out what it is, and they're all parts of one item, and it stems from an old folk tale from India on the six blind men and the elephant, and that allows them to kind of say, like, okay, you're only seeing a part of this huge image and you have to kind of figure out what you're looking at based on this distorted view. And so it gives them an idea of that perspective and how they look at it versus seeing the whole picture. Uh, the impulse control, they were given scenarios and had to decide how they would react or respond in that situation. And then we talked about whether that was a positive way of responding or if maybe they should try something different. Uh, this trust building piece that we did was an obstacle course where one of the students, um, they were paired off and one would wear a blindfold where the other had to use communication skills to walk them through safely the obstacle course. And the kids absolutely loved that. I think that was one of their favorites. Yeah, I know I've seen, I've been with you with doing the trust building obstacle course. And I know, first of all, the kids love love the activity itself. But a lot of times we we have them do both. We have them do the blindfolded piece where they're being led and they also then have to do the leading themselves. And having that perspective of how hard it is to trust put your trust in someone else, but how also it's hard to communicate and to be the person that leads others. And both sides of that activity that, that we've done for the kids gives really great feedback from them on how they feel in both of those roles. And I know when we did a perspective taking activity a while ago, one of the one of the kids came up and gave some really great insight on how in her family, both her and her sister are artists and one of them does photography and the other one does painting and how even looking at the same thing can turn out to be different depending on your perspective and how you internally see things. So I think that by providing some of these opportunities, it's really making making kids internalize some of the things that they know and having them think differently about the things that they do in their everyday lives. Absolutely. And it's good for all ages. I mean, the adults have actually gained so much more understanding for the needs of the children that they care for and that they teach in regard to social emotional. They've connected and I've gone into some elementary faculty and worked with them on allowing maybe a brain break for some of their students who are showing that they're getting a little antsy in their seats and maybe they need some movement or they need to take their brain on a little vacation for three to five minutes before they start the next task. And it's all, it's all secure in science. We have all this science backing and showing that the kids can retain more information and have a stronger memory for the material if they have those little breaks built in. And I think going back to science as well, it's important to note that it's developmentally appropriate, right? Of course, we're, yes. we're talking of these different activities. Um, and what's between the lines here is that we cater these activities to the age of the children and the needs of the children, which that's also very important to meet their social emotional needs is recognizing their age and what they need. Right the level of their development. So some of our science has actually shown that 
some of our children are just a little behind social emotionally because of the pandemic. So they need more support in those skills to develop further and to get them back on track and being sensitive to those areas and using the science and these strategies to work with them really supports their development. Definitely. I know that I was lucky enough to work from home with, with my child. Um, through the pandemic, but of course that still left a gap in especially the social end of things. So I think that regardless of who you are, you're probably seeing that ripple of social emotional either delay or difference from the norm um, after the pandemic here. I don't know if it's avoidable really. Probably not fully avoidable in all situations that it's a learning curve for all of us. We've all, no one has lived through a pandemic that's alive right now. So it's a new experience for everyone. Yes. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for sharing your insight and allowing me to go along with you into the community as we're working with these kids and, and helping to better the social emotional health of our area. I appreciate you and I appreciate you sitting down with us. Thank you. It's a pleasure.